welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. This is Netalina, the founder and the host of Rise Up For You. Thank you for joining me today. We have an incredible episode with Melissa Catherine, who's going to break down different elements of our health and our weight and how we can get over that hump and truly love ourselves and figure out what works for us individually and personally because we are all different when it comes to health and fitness. Before we jump into our episode here today with Melissa, I want to encourage all of you, if you haven't already, to head over to the website, subscribe to our emailing list so that you can get our tips, our resources, and all of our free information, especially because every Wednesday, which is today, we send our free weekly newsletter straight to your email box, and it's full of information right at your fingertips. So don't forget to do that, www.riseupforyou.com, and right when you get there, the sign-in box is right there for you to put your email in and start building and leading your best life. So today, episode number 46 with Melissa Catherine. Melissa is a certified holistic nutritionist, weight loss and lifestyle expert, transformation coach, international best-selling author, and speaker. She's the owner and founder of Melissa Catherine LLC, a holistic weight loss and lifestyle practice. Melissa has coached hundreds of women around the world, helping them transform their bodies and lives through the power of healthy living, unique nutritional styling, and inspired fitness infused through positive thinking. Melissa has been a featured TEDx speaker, an expert guest on New York Live, The CW, a writer for publications such as Real Simple, Mind, Body, Green, and Shape Magazine. You're going to love this episode because Melissa is raw, authentic, and so real. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Well, Melissa, I'm so honored to have you on the show today. I always like to start off by letting the audience get to know the guest. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, I, I'm, I'm like, there's so much to tell. <laughs> no, so um, I recently moved to San Diego from New York City, uh, but I'm a holistic weight loss and transformational coach for women. Um, I do hypnotherapy and energy work such as Reiki. I also am a fitness expert and um, I specialize in emotional eating and women's empowerment around food. Um, so my whole tagline is why be fine when we deserve fabulous. And I believe that every woman deserves to look and feel her best. And everyone has a different desire and goal for what that is. So, um, for me, my work really started a long time ago. Um, I mean, I started, my story really began when I was 10 years old and, um, and I always use that as a benchmark because, I can close my eyes and remember it like it was yesterday when I looked in the mirror and I remember I did not like what I saw and I judged myself on my weight and I was only 10 and that's kills me when I see little 10 year old girls and I'm like, wow, I already had issues with my weight at that young of an age, um, and started on that whole 
spiral that I see young girls in now and that I hear so many women speak about. And, um, and for me, that pushed me into emotional eating. So I never really had a necessary eating disorder. Um, but for me, I had a really unhealthy relationship with food because in my family, we eat, we eat for love. We're Italian, Irish. Um, so we're eating all the time. And, um, my, what I hear happen often, um, and this is not a knock on, um, my mother at all because she's like my best friend, but she was doing the best that she could, but you know, she would introduce me as her big bone daughter and, um, and brought me to like a Weight Watchers meeting. And I just remember being 12 years old and looking around and being like, is something wrong with me? You know, am I fat? And I must be. And I was never more than 10 pounds overweight. And that was really what put me, um, on this path that I've, that I've been on from, you know, not liking my body, um, being really insecure and negative with myself to, um, being an emotional eater to then going the other spectrum of being a constant dieter and being in what I call like a dieter's prison. Um, and then to actually getting to the other side, which is what I teach now, which is how to really have like lasting weight loss and true love of self and acceptance and what that means and full food freedom. And that is an incredible, um, incredible feeling to have. And one that I hope for every woman. Why I'm going to, you know, change the question here a little bit. Why do you think it's so difficult for women to understand that that really is the key to feeling great in their body and losing weight? I mean, I, I go to the gym quite a bit. I work out a lot, but I'm constantly surrounded by women that think that that diet is going to get them, you know, to feel great, that not eating carbs and not eating any cookies or any chocolate and cutting them out, cutting that out for, you know, the next month is going to help them feel great with them not really realizing that it more has to do with them internally. Why is that hard for, for, I guess, men and women, because men do the same thing to understand that it really starts internally with them? Um, because I think we're a society that's based on quick fixes. I don't, I think we are overly simulated. I mean, I'll, I'll be, I'm like, I'll be really honest. Please. Um, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I mean, it's, it's, and I don't think we recognize the power of our words, the power of our thoughts and the power of our emotions, nor do we recognize the relationship that we have with food and how our, how society, how our family life um, and again, people often, you know, have this thing like, oh, but nothing really tragic happened to me. Nothing tragic has to happen. It could be that you had a boyfriend that said, oh, well, you look chunky. Maybe you should lose some weight. And all of a sudden you tell yourself you're fat and you live that way from the time that you're 15 up until you're in your fifties, you know, um, or it could be, you know, that you had, got a lot of attention for your body at an early age. So you put weight on or like me, you know, you maybe even, and I have a lot of women that watch their mother's diet and that started their relationship with food or their parents really wanted them to be healthy. And that, so I, I think we, we overlook the simplicity of understanding where these connections can come from. And also it is uncomfortable for people to actually have to go back and do the, the mental and emotional connections that are necessary to be freed from things like this. It is so much easier. I mean, we're built in a society of 
drink more, eat more, um, buy things, you know, like if you're uncomfortable at all, you just go do this. Right. Um, and you know, it's the same thing with weight. If, if you don't like something going on with your food, eat something. If you're stressed, eat something. If you're celebrating, eat something. And I think that that just becomes so natural. And then we're constantly being plugged with 90 day challenges, 60 day detox, cleanse, gluten-free paleo. Are you fasting? You should be carb cycling. Did you read this thing? No one knows what to do anymore. It's confusing. Mm. I just went on a rant. Can we tell I get passionate? I love it. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> That's great. I'm like, do you really want to know? Or do you want to <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, the majority of women, you know, we constantly struggle with this idea of body image and our weight. And it doesn't matter if we're a toothpick or, you know, if we have hips or we don't like our legs or we don't like our arms. And there's a ton of philosophies out there about how we achieve our, you know, ideal body. What are your professional thoughts? So great question. Um, and I tell this to people all the time. People have a, this idea that like skinny people eat whatever they want and never had to worry. Um, I can tell you if you watch people that are what we call naturally thin, they, they watch, they, they, they're not necessarily noticing that they're watching, but they eat when they're hungry. They stop when they're full. They generally make healthier choices. I'm making generalizations, right. but I mean, this is what I found and I've studied a lot of people. Um, there, you know, so we have these ideas and we like to do a comparison game and we also like to play victim. Um, everybody does, you know, I'm a victim of this circumstance, regardless of what it is. If you're too thin, that's a problem. If your arms, right? Like we always have something we're working on. Right. So to answer your question, I believe that everyone has a different idea of what they want to look like. I mean, I work with, I work with hundreds of women and they all have a different, some just want to lose the, the, those last five to 10 pounds. Others, you know, have a lot more weight to lose and are like, I just want a flat belly. Um, others want to be fitness competitors or they want to look like a fitness model um, and want more of a tone physique. Everyone has a different idea. And I think that's what's so beautiful and it's about honoring that and working with them on that piece. But out of everything, it comes down to whether or not you're going to achieve that and keep it comes down to your limiting beliefs and really what your connection is to your body and how much you trust yourself. And what I find with every woman is that they stop trusting themselves mm -hmm. and they stop trusting themselves the minute they say yes to first dieting. Yep. Yep. 100%. And they take their power away and they have no idea. I just did a talk in New York last week and I said to every woman in there, I go, I, I, go, I guarantee you eat, that each of you, if I pulled you aside, you would have a different reason for telling me why you eat the way you do. You either eat five small meals, you just eat three, you fast, you eat breakfast or you don't, you have no carbs, you're paleo, you have something that you're following because you read it somewhere but you actually don't know if it really works for your body. Right. And they all answered yes. Yeah. I just got out of that cycle actually uh, maybe about half a year ago where I was do oh man I was a vegan, I was paleo. I was doing 2 3 a days working out. I was just doing everything and it still wasn't working for me. And finally I stopped and I was like, "What? When did I feel the best and what did I do?" 
And remarkably, yeah. it was out of t- it was at a time where I didn't have a personal trainer. I wasn't going to the gym three times a day. <laughs> I was eating oh, yeah. I was eating chocolate. Like it was the time that like I was eating how I wanted to and working out, um, you know, when I needed to. And that's when I felt the best and I was actually the lowest in weight and I looked the best too. And internally and externally, I felt the best. And I was like, you know what? I just need to go back to doing that. <laughs> it's well, so you just hit the nail on the head. It's something that I love that you said, which is like, what, and I talk about this all the time. We overcomplicate everything. We make it so hard and we believe that if we're not working really hard and depriving ourselves, then we're not going to get results, especially women. Mm. We are like, if we aren't busting our ass, if we aren't in a full sweat, if I'm not really restrictive, I won't get results. It's that very restrictive mindset that is actually making it that hard to lose weight because most women I find are, are completely devoid of the amount of protein that they need and are not eating enough, right. which means that your body is constantly in starvation mode. Right. Right. So how do we do, how do we, you know, as far as portion control, you know, because a lot of times, like you said, it is very confusing for people, you know, how much do I eat? Do I, you know, do I eat a fistful? Do I have a full cup? What do I do? How do we not overeat, but at the same time, not undereat? So we don't overeat by connecting to our bodies. We don't overeat by actually recognizing and sitting there and going, this is about the food and this is about how I feel and nothing else. Yeah, so generally the the most important thing that I tell people is never go into anything starving. Um, Always, you on a scale of one to 10, you never wanna be starving. So, you know, uh, a 10 would be, I'm gonna eat my arm. You wanna be at an eight. And there's also this thing around um, the minute we feel a hunger pang where we end up through there and we go right for food. It's okay to feel hungry. There's nothing wrong with that. But what we want to do about not overeating is we don't want to go in starving. We want to be slow and meaningful. We want to be undistracted. And the best way to truly do that is by being connected to your body. Actually, and by doing that, it's by being slow, being mindful, putting your fork down, having a sip of water, right? Being in that space. And that makes a big difference. It's funny that you mentioned that because uh, a lot of times I do notice when someone's like, oh, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten all day. And then they sit down to eat and they have like three times the meal size that they would normally have. (laughs) And it's because they've gone so, they've been sitting there and then also their mind gets in the way. So their mind goes, we haven't eaten at all, right? Like I can't tell you how many times, and I see this with my friends too, where they're like, I haven't eaten at all today. And then they go and because they haven't eaten at all, they think they can make up for all the calories. You don't need to push your stomach that far. Right. Be surprised and um, your stomach will respond and will fill up to what you put into it. So when you actually get up from a table, you get up from a meal and you're like, I feel tired. I feel bloated. I just want to sit back down. There's a lot of indications there that you went overboard. You Mm -hmm. ate too much and you ate something that didn't agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Melissa, if you were standing in front of an audience, which I know you do often with speaking, what would be like three power trip uh, tips, not trips, three power tips that you would throw out there to the audience when it comes to your health and fitness? If it's not attainable, it's not sustainable and it's not maintainable. 
Mm-hmm. So if you're eating in a way or working out in a way that you do not want to do three weeks from now or three months from now, stop because you're not going to do it. So if you're just doing it for a specific date or something else of that nature, again, then you're not going to do it. So the only way, just like you said, when did you feel your best? It's because you were eating foods that felt good. It's because you were moving in a way that felt good. None of it felt like a have to. It all felt like a, a get to. Right. Right. That's really, really important. Get out of the all or nothing mentality. Start moving your body more. This does not have to be if you're one of those people that's saying, I don't like exercise. I don't like fitness. It's just not me. There is something for everybody. We are animals by nature and I, your body wants to be moving. So that's your mind talking. Start dancing, get on Groupons, find a class. There's really no excuse anymore why we can't work out because everything is at our fingertips. doesn't matter about money or anything else. There's so many free resources um, between YouTube and everything else that you can find things. Um, So I would say move more and start to challenge yourself in that way and find something that really lights you up. And then look into clean eating. And clean eating is simply eating foods closer closer to their natural state, meaning an apple is an apple, a sweet potato is a sweet potato, salmon, salmon, the more you can eat clean and eat foods closer to their natural state, meaning that they're not coming from anything packaged and doesn't have a long laundry list of ingredients, you will naturally slash calories. You will feel better. You will beautify from the inside out. You will have endless energy and you will lose weight without even trying. Mm-hmm. I love and that. The last thing is up your water intake. Our body's comprised of water. Nobody drinks enough water. I tell my clients three liters. If you're really um, transforming your body, go for a gallon. And, um, I have a Sip Yourself Slim water recipe book. It's 65 water infusions. It's fantastic. They're all using fruits and herbs and um, essential oils. And they all do things to help you with your body. Like a great one's just simply, you know, lemon water in the morning. Warm lemon water with a dash of cayenne pepper first thing in the morning before you've done anything. Um, And another great tip is adding peppermint oil to your water when you work out to enhance your workouts, give you fresh breath, and also add to endurance. I love that. I'll have to check that out. I just gave you a million tips. You asked for three, and I'm like, bring it on. It's okay. (laughs) The more the merrier. (laughs) I love that. So, Melissa, we're going to about to jump into our power section here. Okay. A little bit more about you. What's one book that you've read that has had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Um, when it comes to weight, 21 Spiritual Lessons for Weight Loss by Marianne Williamson. Um, if you are not religious, and you don't have to be, just substitute it in for universe source. Um, it, will, it will change your life, especially if you um, struggle with your weight and have for a long time, have had emotional eating, any um, eating disorders, or just... Um, poor body image. It's a fantastic book. Okay, great. And what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Um, God, I would say this business, um, transforming, going from being a fashion designer to building this business and helping the women that I have. It's, it's truly, it's, it's every day I feel blessed and it's an honor and it's just been a gift. It's been really amazing. Melissa, are there any routines that you have that help you get a positive rise in your life? Do you have a, like a, a daily routine, something that you do every morning? Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, I'm first thing in the morning. I always talk to God. Um, and whatever's on my mind, we have a, a conversation and a check-in. Um, then I go into my gratitudes and look at all the things that I'm grateful for. And, um, sometimes I do that laying in bed and sometimes I do that while I'm stretching and other times I do that while I'm shaking it to generally my personal preference is a morning dance to Beyonce. Um, okay. <laughs> I like to get my body moving. It puts me in a really good mood. I love music. I love dance. And so I just get up in the morning and I just start, I shake it. I let my body get loose. I like, that's a great way for me to get in my body. And I look at myself in the mirror and I acknowledge how beautiful my body is. Mm. And I'll literally change out of, it's like I do my own little striptease for myself. I change out (laughs) of my nightgown, like my pajamas, and I put on my workout clothes and I just really take that time to honor my body because one thing I can say is when you don't like you, you can't, I have women say to me, I love myself. I just don't love my body. That's not possible. Right. It's you're, you're one and the same and you have to be her best friend. And if you can't be her advocate in all of her size, whatever her size is and love her now and have faith in where you're going to take her, then it's not going to happen. And that's something. So checking in in the morning and I just, I honor her. I mean, I look at her sometimes my belly's a little bloated. I just go, Oh, I'm sorry for what I, how much I said, (laughs) you know, and other times like I'll shake my booty. I'm like, look at you go, you know? And it's just, yeah. And then, and then I go into, um, my morning practice is I love to journal and get everything out of my head and into paper. And then I'll meditate. And I either do that before or after my workout, depending on what I feel. I'm very much into, the flow of what feels good, but that's what my mornings comprised of. Okay, great. I love that. Melissa, this has been an awesome conversation. You are, you're extremely cool. (laughs) It's been a lot of fun. I'm glad we had a chance to talk. Is there anything we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to say or share with us? Um, just for all the women on the call, um, if you are sitting there and you tried and you're just at a point, like, you know, nothing, you don't trust that anything else can work for you. Try putting into practice the things that we've talked about today. Simplify it. Don't make it so hard. Get in touch with your body, wake up and dance, do some of these things. Just start moving more, make it easier. You don't need to have a diet to stick to. You do know what to eat. I know it's confusing. Go to my website. I've got tons of recipes. I have my videos up for all webinars that I've done um, or live streams that I've done, you know, take on board some of the things, feel free to connect with me. I'm happy to help you in any way, but the most important piece of the message is if you have a desire and it's something that you want, you're meant to have it. Weight is just weight. It doesn't define you. So there is no reason why some, another woman can get the weight off and why you can't, you can, you just have to start believing that. I love that. Melissa, how do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Oh, okay. Well, you are the cutest. Um, (laughs) You guys can check me out at Melissa Catherine. That's M-E-L-I-S-S-A-K-A-T-H-R-Y-N.com. You guys can sign up. I I have 20-minute sessions um, where I offer to help people as often as I can. When my calendar opens up, grab one of those. I um, I do two monthly live streams called Healthy Happy Hour where I talk on different topics. If you have a topic, write it in, let me know. And um, I'm here to support you guys in any way that I can. 
Amazing. You've been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Boom. There you go. Episode number 46 with Melissa Catherine. If you know anybody that you think would benefit from this episode, which I know you do, please share it with them. Help spread the knowledge, the tips, and the insight for women globally. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to head over to our podcast in iTunes and rate and review the podcast if you haven't already. Rate this episode. Tell us how we're doing. Give us some feedback. We're here for you, and we want to make sure that we are always developing. We're always improving, and we want to make sure that we're putting out the best content and information for you. So again, head over to iTunes. Rate and review this episode, the podcast in general. We would love to see and hear your feedback. Thank you so much again for joining us. We will see you on Friday for Girl Chat. Don't miss that. And remember, rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.